episode 35, Dear Stranger and Friend. Let's get into it. Let's get into it, yeah. Hey everybody, it's me, your beautiful, wonderful, handsome podcast host, Paul Masbad. Thank you so much for being here for another week, and I just want to come clean. I am still feeling kind of sick. I spent the past week getting over a really gross sickness, where I was bedridden, feeling disgusting, and feeling just like I didn't want to move. But now look at me. Now I'm talking into a microphone in my bedroom, trying my best not to sneeze. And here's something. Here, I'm feeling good, though. I'm feeling great. Here's something. Here's, here's the re- one of the reasons why I'm feeling great. is because today's Valentine's Day, and a question that people have been asking me over and over again for the past month is, Paul, do you have a Valentine? Come on, you gotta have a Valentine. And I do want to answer that. I didn't answer that before, but I'll answer that now on my, on my platform, which is, yes, I do have a Valentine. And it's you out there listening. So why don't you come on up? I got a big old bowl of treats, candies, chips, whatever you like, little snack-sized things just for you that have little love notes on them that say, hey, bud, we're Valentine's now. High five. But if you have another Valentine, that's cool. I'm straight. Just get a cool snack from your favorite podcast host. That's one of the reasons why I'm feeling great. The other reason I am feeling super good, even though I'm getting over sickness, a gross sickness, that you chose me to listen to you today on this fine Wednesday morning, on this fine Valentine's Day, fitting it in. Maybe maybe right now you're putting rose petals on the bed and you don't want your significant other to know, but you're just so you're just like listening. You know, you're listening to this, they're coming home from work, you're like, ah, I got one hour, so let me put this all together. Or maybe you're cooking, or maybe you don't have a Valentine, you're kind of bummed out and you're just like driving somewhere to meet someone from Tinder. It doesn't matter. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening. It really means so much to me. And if you don't remember, if you can't remember, uh, my friend Max and I went on a cross-country road trip last fall in his miniature modded school bus, which was super, super fun. And last week, we talked to my cousin Sarah. I talked to my cousin Sarah from Florida, who we saw for a little bit. And this week, we are in New Orleans. We're in New Orleans. Man, I... Do people say that? Do people say that? I I was there and I didn't I didn't hear one person that sounded like that and now I did that voice. Ugh. But anyway, this week, this episode, I'm really excited for because a guest, Marcus, is someone I wanted on the podcast ever since I started it. I met him in Philadelphia for two minutes. He's a good friend of one of my best friends because they go to pharmacy school together, and it just kind of happened. It was just like this magical road moment where he happened to be in New Orleans, and we were going to be there that night, and it was his last night there. And he was like, hey, man, let's just hang out, let's drink, and then let's record an episode. So... There are a couple things I want to say about this. A couple things, just two, really just two things about this episode. It's a, it's a little bit shorter than an hour. It's not a full hour because they had to catch a flight back to where they live uh, at like four in the morning. I was very confused at the time change, so I was rushing a little bit. You might hear a little bit of that uh, coming from me. The second thing is that when he said, let's get drunk, he got me very drunk. He got me really drunk. He bought me one of those like fruity drinks you get at Bourbon Street, on Bourbon Street from any one of those bars and um it obliterated me it took my soul away and i woke up the next morning uh not feeling great i i I feel still kind of embarrassed now listening back to the episode but it's okay it's okay it's all a part of life those those moments are all a part of life anyway i'm gonna stop talking there's nothing more i could say i just want to say thanks marcus and let's get into that episode um but anyway, uh, you've listened to a couple. 
We'll listen to a couple for sure. So you so you might know that the way I like to start these things is asking how we know each other. Yeah. From your perspective. Yeah. And I think this is really interesting. But I'll get into it. Why it's interesting. In a I feel like a lot of your connections have gone through Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very strange how yeah. Jeff kind of connects like a lot of people together without being that person who actually wants to. Because yeah. it just kind of enters your life in like a very strange way usually is what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. And like he's one of the first people I met when I came to pharmacy school. Right. And it was just really random. He's like, you know, just uh, this random dude I've never met before. Right. Were you like in the same class or something? Or? Yeah, we're in the same class. So, like, I met Jeff when we were uh, like the first day of classes, and you know, it's kind of one of those things where like you kind of figure out where you're gonna sit and who you're gonna be friends with. Uh-huh. And I just happened to sit pretty close by him and one of my other good buddies that I still talk to and I actually lived with for two years. So That's probably a mistake, talking yeah. to Jeff, because now you're on a bus talking to me. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> life leads us in, like, really strange directions. And Do you do you remember the first time, like, the first time we saw each other? Because I do, and I'm kind of embarrassed about I th- it. I think it was outside of Jeff's place, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, but I feel like we walked somewhere to get food. Do you remember that at all? Kind of, not not because I had much. like long hair, long flowing locks. <laughs> I was looking gorgeous. Locks. <laughs> I was looking beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah but yeah. I but I was also really wasted. Uh, I yeah. do I do remember that a little bit. And I was like, I don't know what to say. Yeah, to it was just guy. like because I mean, Jeff kind of just mentioned you in passing and like yeah. talks about you a lot. So Oops. I was like, yeah. I have to meet him. Like when he told me you came to town, I was like, oh, I gotta meet Paul. Like, of yeah. Course. I think you were just coming home from something. Like, maybe you were out at another bar or something weird like that. Yeah. There's a drunk person walking. Sorry. They just look... No, just like... They were at first, and then they just look real tired. Sorry. I'm I'm an executive producer. Is this my duties? No. Is this my duties? No. Click that out. That was really good. But I should say, with that, with, like, drunk person walking towards us and all that... We're in New Orleans right now, and the first place we met was in Philly, where you live. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting that I guess you guys took the time out, or you took the time out to, to be like, hey, yeah, we'll do this now, even though I asked you like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, I remember about that. I was just like really busy. I don't know, like, pharmacy school kind of dominates your life. I kind of figured because like I never talked to Jeff anymore because of pharmacy school because he's always like I rarely talk to him either. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or anyone who's in school, really, I rarely talk to them because they're so busy doing whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're about to be a doctor, so that's like you must be even busier than what most people are busy with when it comes to school. Yeah, I mean, just to no, clarify, it's, <laughs> it's like uh, doctors, uh, yes, it is the doctor title, but I'll be a pharmacist or doctor of pharmacy, but... I don't want to just get that confused of like you know I'll be oh, a you're physician, just trying to be good. but also like Max and I aren't doctors of content or doctors of podcasts. <laughs> we can't say we're doctors, can we? I mean, we didn't go to school for it. There's no doctor. There's no dear stranger. <laughs> There's no doctor, doctor in life, in. man. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be a doctor. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, it still kind of blows my mind, actually. Like, yeah, I've put in a lot of work and 
I don't know, it still kind of feels surreal to me. Because mm-hmm. it's it's so close, but so far. It's in, like, another five months. Yeah. So. It's, it must be, like, one of those weird things. It's just, like, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but at the same time, it's just, like, is it really there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I definitely feel that. One of the things, and I know this is, like, super switching the gears, and I'm not really the king of segues yet, but I'm going <laughs> to get there eventually. I want to be. I want to be. No. <laughs> no, okay. But um, you mentioned you're from Georgia, you said? Yeah. And um, what? how did you find yourself, like, moving up northeast and, and all that? Like, I think that's really interesting. Also, I should also say, when we did meet... Sorry, I'm talking so much. No, you're good. But um, we talked for, like, two minutes. Like, literally two to three or two to five minutes, if I want to, you know make it longer than that when we first met and then I was like hey we should do this thing but so that that's why I'm asking like I kind of just want to know what that was like like come coming from the south and then moving to Philly if that's the first place you yeah went to, or? so I mean I went to undergrad in like a really rural area Georgia Southern University um, mm-hmm. without the school there's only about 2,000 people in it Holy Total. shit. I thought you were... So. Yeah. Okay, no, go on, go on. So, yeah, like, on my daily trips to school, I would drive past cotton fields. Oh, really? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Um, and this so, was the college you went to, or, like, the high school? You college. Went to? Yeah, yeah, college. okay. I'm just trying to make it clear, because, like... So, so, high school, actually, I'm from, like, the suburbs of Atlanta. So, it's, it's a fairly affluent area, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of my friends have parents who are like executives and like one of my friends happens her dad happens to be like a VP for Reebok and like yeah. stuff like that so it's a very affluent area and then moving to this more rural area kind of it was like a culture shock as well Yeah. and so I wanted to the reason why I wanted to go somewhere else up uh-huh. north was because I wanted something different so yeah. I actually um had applied to a school in Buffalo. Oh, okay. Um, to College, and I got accepted there and everything. So literally my whole life was packed into my car already yeah. before I found out that I got into Temple. Okay. Um, so literally the weekend before I was about to leave, like the Friday, I was going to leave Saturday morning and drive all the way up to Buffalo. Uh-huh. I called and I was like, you know... I was just checking if, you know, anything had changed at Temple mm. here, and then I found out that I actually had a spot, so I was like, yeah, I'd rather be in Philly than in Buffalo. Yeah, that's a good... <laughs> I was about to ask you, have you been to Buffalo before? Yeah, only that one time um, for the interview, uh-huh. and that was a long weekend of interviews the whole time I was there. I actually went to um, Wisconsin oh, to another boy. school yeah. uh, named Concordia, and uh-huh. it's like in the middle of nowhere, Mequon, Wisconsin, a couple of miles north of uh, Milwaukee. So oh, that's, I did. that doesn't seem like that would be that big of a change of driving past cotton fields though, if you were in <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin. Except for it's uh, <laughs> just walking different... in snow. Like oh yeah, many yeah. feet of snow. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was an interesting weekend mm-hmm. to do all those interviews and everything for pharmacy school. Yeah, but you ended up just like picking Temple. I think I, I really enjoyed Temple mainly. I think because I actually had a cousin who actually lived in uh, Philadelphia yeah. already, so she kind of um, took me in and like 
I was able to kind of see the city a little bit better when I came for that interview. Right. Oh, that's really, that's really cool. That's really interesting. I mean, like, cause I, I don't know. Like, so you've lived in the South your whole life. You were born yep. here. Yeah. I was be, born like, there. Really weird. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely been different because, um, a lot of my friends are predominantly white yeah. and I went to school that was with predominantly white people and I joined a fraternity when I was in undergrad and right. I was literally the only person of color in my fraternity. So yeah. it was, was a very interesting weird, dynamic. Or? Um, not really cause they've been my friends for quite a while. Well, of course before. it's different when they're like your buds. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean like growing up in a way, sorry, I'm going to I'm ruining this. No, you're good. You looked at me like I was upset. Like oh, you're upset. I, I don't care. These are good. Yeah, these are really tasty. Thanks, Donald. Our, our buddy Donald, my best friend and drummer, and our friend, he uh, he left two of these with us last night in Tampa. Oh, yeah. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, sorry, bud. Yeah. You're going in the cooler. Uh, nice. Um, but yeah, go go on. So it's like you, you grew up with a... Uh, it, it was an interesting dynamic. You grew up with a bunch of white people. And you're, like, the only person of color. Was it, like, weird at all or, like, strange? Or, or what would, what did it feel like when you moved to Philly when there, when it, you weren't the only person of color around? It was definitely a change. I think, um, so that's where we kind of segue back to Jeff. Like, yeah, I had always thought a certain way and lived a certain way. And uh-huh. he kind of... Uh, Help me understand that, like, I shouldn't give a fuck about anything. Like, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why do you care so much, like, what people think and how you dress and that sort of thing? Yeah. And that kind of changed my perspective on on life a lot. Like, because mm-hmm. I was so used to this, you know, lifestyle of you have to look a certain way, you have to act a certain way. Like you have to do X, Y, or Z or something. Yeah. And if you didn't, then you were basically a social outcast. Yeah. That's fu- This is like maybe yeah. This is probably like the third episode where it's just like we're talking a lot about Jeff, but he's not here to <laughs> talk about it. There's just like a lot of weird stuff. What was it like aside from um, realizing that like realizing that stuff you just said like don't give a fuck like because I know he's very much of a don't give a fuck guy. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, but like, what else was it like meeting him and like making friends with him and like being like. Was was there anything in particular that, like, drew you to him other than those kind of, like, let me not give a fuck? I think our things. personalities are kind of similar, too, in the way that we're kind of really goofy. Uh-huh. But he does have these times where he can be very intelligent and actually talk about things that mm. you wouldn't expect out of Jeff most right. of the time. So it's, like, it's a really stark contrast when you meet him and, that's and like, he's, like, one way, and then That's you one get of the things I him. hate about him, actually, <laughs> that he's, like, actually really smart. It kind of pisses me off at some right? too. Because it's just, like, we were just dicking around for, like, six hours, and then I said something that may be troubling me or may not be, and then you drop something that's kind of profound. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, who the fuck are you, dog? Like, where the, f- <laughs> where the fuck did this come from, dude? This is the weirdest shit I've ever heard. Like, only weird because what you said—he's like a goofy dude. It, it's it's strange. How long have you guys known each other now? Now I think yeah. it's um, so a little over probably four years now. Holy shit! Yeah. So then, does that mean I like I met you like four or five years ago? Probably close, but maybe it was like three. 
think yeah. it was after that first year. Okay, it, it probably must have been because I don't think I went to Philly until um, until after like about a year of him being in into it, you mm-hmm. know, into doing the thing. <laughs> I know. That production value is uh, pretty high, actually. Went up. Yeah, uh, we were talking about Jeff earlier, but I wanted to ask you something because you, we talked about how you grew up in Georgia. Yep. But you don't have like a an accent. You don't sound like. Oh yeah. Oh a lord. Lot of accents. He, he have a lot of accent, like different like, accents. Dallas. No, just just mainly <laughs> here. Um, I don't know. Just being around Southern folk, I guess uh-huh. you would say, kind of brings it out. But I have noticed that. At least while I've been here in New Orleans, that I've it's said, been coming out, right? Yeah, I've said a few things <laughs> that are uh, yeah. a little more southern than I is, usually talk in. Um, is that so, yeah? So was it like? Sorry, I was cutting you off a little bit, but is it something that like when you moved to Philly, you it was a conscious decision where you're like, I'm not gonna sound like this, or was it like over time? Now I no longer sound like this. Um, I think it's. I've always had pretty neutral of an accent um it just really you know when you talk to somebody in the south and they have an accent it Mm kind of helps them feel a little more comfortable when you have also or because they know you're kind of sharing kind of similar values and where you've been that sort of thing yeah so in the north like people don't have that so yeah at least in Philly, I do I do oh, yeah. find myself saying water as in like water. when we're talking about water ice. Yeah, uh, shout out to Philly for sure for that. <laughs> um, but I, I do say that now, and I and I notice yeah. that well, like when I come home and I'll 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 say it, and my friends will look at me weird and be like, "What did you just say?" Yeah, and it's like, "Oh, I meant water." Sorry. Yeah, but I mean, like that's a that's an interesting thing too. The way you were talking about how like if you if you come at someone from the south with a southern accent you have this immediate bond mm-hmm. and like you growing up in the south is like the north the north as you put it mm. a lot different from the south or is it like because i mean from my experience and i don't want you to take this wrong way but it's just like as like a northeastern kid it's just like southern people are kind of just like like just farmers or like they just like do that type of shit and they're not like I'm, it sounds like I'm being such a dick right now, and I'm trying my hardest not to be because you're from there. I'm just really honestly trying you know, to understand. You know, there's there's because different... that's like the stereotype from north from people from the north who yeah. are northeast anyway who are like, oh, they they can't be like you know what I mean or like you're about to be a doctor, but it's just like, uh, fuck the people from where I'm from are like, no way, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they're like that's not fucking happening. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you get and that. And it's a fucked up kind of thing, but I just want to know, like, what, what the inverse of, of that is, or, like, how you feel about that. You know, the I, I think the thing that most Southern people think about the North is that they're just rude. Like, rude people. Yeah. Because in the South, like, I don't know, you're raised with these certain values of having manners, you know, people mm-hmm. go to Cotillion, where they learn how to use, like... Cotillion? Uh, what is that? Cotillion, like? I think it's like, um... It's like kind of prepping you for how to eat properly with people and fancy yeah. settings and and how to dance properly. I uh-huh. think I, I'm not particularly sure. I never went to it, but yeah, um, 
I always had friends talking about it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Of like, oh, I have a cotillion dinner tonight where we're having, like, soup, and they have to know how to eat soup with which spoon and that sort of thing for fancier restaurants. And I think that's kind of like a southern culture sort of thing as well. Okay. But then you you think it's because of, like, those kinds of staples of southernness or southern culture. Yeah. That, um... People assume northerners, I guess, mm-hmm. are kind of shitty or yeah. like are rude. I think they have this kind of um, elitist mentality uh-huh. for sure, which has always been kind of a southern thing as well. Yeah. Did you feel that way when you first moved to Philly? No, I think I try to just relate with people and who they are instead of mm-hmm. trying to, you know, put these labels on people because you don't really know somebody until you know them. Yeah, for sure. That's really at like... least that's my mentality. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to get better at that instead of being like a dickhead, but <laughs> it's kind of tough. When so when you first moved to Philly, did you was your accent still like thick, or did you like not use it or like you know think about it? Um, you know I really didn't think about it. Uh, I yeah. guess more neutral than anything. It it only comes out when I'm around other like Southern people. So there there are some people who are from the south that like i'll i'll say certain things with and, and they kind of know and mm-hmm. i just remember one time specifically yeah, we yeah, were yeah. having lunch or something and um i remember we were talking with my friend about hunting and i was like oh yeah i used to go hunting with my friends all the time yeah. and uh, and everybody looked at me they're like wait did you just really say it like that like <laughs> and i was like oh yeah i guess so it's just yeah. one of those things you don't think about when it happens but right do you, do you feel like, though, like, I mean, and you mentioned this a little bit, too, that, like, growing up, like, um, you're one of the few people of color in your community or, like, in your neighborhood. Did um, it feel like, was there, did you feel like there was tension there? Did you feel like it was weird or? No, because the, the area that I actually lived in was, yeah. it wasn't just affluent, it was very diverse as well. Oh, okay, with okay. people, so, yeah. I mean, there were all different races of people and uh-huh. you know from different walks of life so it was very diverse and and i feel like i was kind of blessed in that fact that like i got to meet so many different people and kind of like open my mind to certain things like uh, just being open to different ways yeah. of life and that sort of thing there was um this is gonna be so weird because like this has nothing to do with you but I always remember when talking about people who grew up in the South, I always remember this one thing that happened to me when I was in college that, like, I went... uh, Max and I went to the same college, but at different times. Yeah. Um, And (laughs) I had this one history teacher, and we were learning about, like, the American South and, like, during the Civil War and the, um, like, the period afterwards, all that stuff. And we had one dude who was, like, from Alabama... But after we learned about something, every time the cl- like every time the class period ended, my teacher would talk to him and be like, "So how did they teach you about that stuff?" Oh yeah, is it like is it like different in that way? Because like I saw that and I was like, "There's no way they could t- be teaching like I don't revisionist specifically history remember like... anything like that." Um, yeah. I know some places will opt to not discuss evolution and Mm -hmm. talk more about creationism yeah which is kind of ridiculous but Mm -hmm. you know states rights and then that sort of thing right but 
I don't specifically remember anything like that in school. Like, At least for my school. So yeah. it, was not, it wasn't like a, you know, no, because a rural that's what kind the, of place. Because that's what the dude would tell us afterwards because he would smoke cigarettes. He's like, yo, it's still a public school. Like, I still learn about the Civil War the proper way, but why yeah. does my teacher think like some places from the South teach it differently? Yeah. Is there something to, like, I don't know if this is a weird question to ask, but like, I know a lot of Southern people are tied to the, the rebel flag, you know what I mean? Is that mm-hmm. like something that's like a part of Southern culture in a way that's where they can kind of try and divorce it from what it means, or is it like or, or, or is it something when you see it, does it bother you? I don't know if that's too heavy a, que- too heavy of no, a question. No, no, I don't uh, well, I know some people who kind of link it to their heritage, like you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Or they try to make it that way, but for me, it never bothered me. Like, I mm-hmm. get it. I don't I don't like it, personally. Right. But, you know, mm-hmm. if it is part of your heritage, it's part of your heritage. And, like, you know, you got to remember the good and the bad. You can't just, you know, kind of wash the bad away and kind of forget about it. Like, you need to talk about it. Yeah. That's... So it's that sort of thing. Okay. I feel that. Like, because I know... I. Because there's something that I think about when it comes to that, and not not just, like, the Confederate flag or whatever, but, like, other symbols throughout history that, like, sometimes time, over time, it's just, like, things just start to change. Like, I don't know, like, the only other thing I can think of is, like, the swastika, but how it's really a Buddhist symbol, but then, like, Hitler took it, and now it's just, like... That's kind of what I was thinking about, too. Right, where it's just, like, oh, fuck, Hitler took this thing, and now it sucks. We're taking it back. <laughs> Sorry if that was super weird, super serious conversation, no. but like I, I just honestly things that were going through my head and I was wondering about um but I, f- I feel like there was stuff we were talking about. You bought me this hand grenade thing <laughs> earlier, which again, thank you, but it kind of just like blacked out the last like <laughs> couple hours and I know I was asking you questions and I was like shit I need to remember this mm-hmm. from when we record it but it's mostly from like where you're from and how you grew up and like all of that stuff um so what this sounds like really lame and almost like small talkish, but I'm honestly interested because we're both really good friends with Jeff and all that shit and you guys are in pharmacy school together yeah and I honestly just wonder like what made you want to be like yeah I'll do pharmacy because I I kind of feel like I know why Jeff did it. Yeah, I, I think I remember him telling me that as well. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I just remember... So, it's the, the story I've told at all my pharmacy interviews as well. Yeah. So, I just remember my grandmother, who has rheumatoid arthritis, and now she has Alzheimer's, but mm-hmm. um, that's besides the fact... Uh, I just remember, so I'm half Mexican, half Chinese, and this is from my mother's side, who, she's Mexican, and I remember she would make handmade tortillas, like, for all of us when we were there, and, um, it was one of those things where, you know, she couldn't do it anymore with her arthritis, and I just remember her, at a young age, like, taking Mm -hmm. medication for it, and being able to do the things that she loved. And I was like, wow, that really interests me. Like, yeah. how do these things work? And why do they work? And they help so many people. Yeah. So that's that's kind of uh, why I got into pharmacy, at least. Or why it intrigued me and, like, made me become passionate about it. Because of the, the, um, the family 
stuff. Kind of, yeah. It, it was like it hit close to home, Sorry, and yeah. it was just interesting. You know, I've always been into science and that sort of thing, and uh-huh. also um, any subject that like is difficult and will challenge me is what I've usually gone for. Yeah, so it's like you want to just go and try and wreck that. I want to take a quick aside. Do you hear that lady just screaming, singing? No. I feel like I hear someone singing so I think hard. There's a radio. Playing. Yeah, I think I hear. Oh, it's a radio. Or I thought it was like music I playing. thought it was like a live thing. But anyway, no, sorry, sorry, that was quick. That was quick. A live band? I don't know. I was like, I wonder if the microphone is picking that up. But all right, what were we talking about? I feel like I feel like I'm all over the place. I feel like my head's a little scrambled. You dropped a wow. hand grenade on me. The hand grenade. It's a good thing, though. It really is. It was pretty cool. I drank a lot, and it, um... Wow, that sounded horrible. Um, (laughs) I am a a seasoned drinker, and I was nursing that thing on purpose, and I could feel, I was like, man, if I had maybe chugged it like someone suggested to you the night before, (laughs) I would be really wrecked. Like, I'd be screwed. That did not turn out too good. Yeah, that thing was impressive. That's pretty rough, dude. I was trying to chug because I was like, I just want to be done with this fucking thing Oh, you thing did. Already. You chugged it. <laughs> I'm back on you. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you poured some of your drink in my drink, you punk. Did I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> he at told me he end. saw you, like, at the very end. You watched him do it. Oh, I, I might remember. have done a little bit. Yo, you're <laughs> at right. the very end. I know, it had barely any left, and then I just finished what was left and, like, then put the cup barely with the cup. left. And then I was like, just come on with it. Hey, I had to get us around this difficult place. That's true. Nolans. Yeah. That's fine. Nolans. Is this your first time here? Yes, it is. Um, uh-huh. It's been a pretty awesome adventure so far. So we just kind of decided like a couple days ago that we were going to come. Uh-huh. And my girlfriend, Yuen, just happened to be yeah. on vacation. And it lined up right now with my... Um, rotation for pharmacy school that I was off, so... Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. But also, shit, that definitely reminded me, just asking you if this was your first time here, reminded me of what I wanted to ask you, is that... So we're friends on Facebook, and you've been a ton of fucking places, it seems like. Because, like, like, I remember asking you if you still lived in Philly earlier, Mm -hmm. because I thought, you're just like, oh, this dude just lives in another country now, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, what... What are the places you've been so far, I get uh, is the question, I think. Well, the main thing this year is that I actually got to travel to Vietnam uh-huh. in May as part of one of my rotations. Yeah. And it was um, a medical mission for um, in conjunction with another school from Georgia called Mercer University. Okay. And um, it was basically an orthopedic clinic in Vietnam. There were three different clinics that we had set up yeah in the um south of vietnam like towards the middle and also in north vietnam Mm -hmm. and it was um us helping with a orthopedic doctor helping diagnose and treat patients and giving them prescription medications that otherwise they wouldn't be able to get and also the component from the other school was that they were fitting prosthetic legs for amputees and so that was Jesus an entire four-week um, rotation in Vietnam. So you were there for four weeks. Did you? What was it like being there? Were you like in like main areas, like main city hubs, or were you like outside of those things? Like I guess what I would call like the sub 
suburban equivalent. You, you know, know, I'm not too sure because a lot of places that that seem rural will be more like suburbs. So it's it was very like different in the way that it's set up here. Uh huh. So definitely one of the bigger places we were was the first clinic that we have kind of a building that's set up already. Yeah. And then um, the next two clinics were more kind of makeshift, um, like in one was in a gymnasium, uh-huh. and the other one was actually in a business building. So it was, it was really different wherever we were going. Right. Gee, what, what was that like? What was it like being in in Vietnam? Like, what I mean, was it like culture shock? Did you have like culture shock, or was it cool? Were you just like, yeah, this is great? You yeah, know so, what I mean? Like, I mean, being Asian, like, my dad is from Laos, actually. So okay. So he emigrated to America during the Vietnam War. Uh-huh. And, you know, I've been exposed to a lot of the food, a lot of the culture. I've, I've dated a lot of Vietnamese girls, so yeah. I've been exposed that, that way as well. Like, oh, you yeah. need to try this. Like, you know, this is my culture or whatever. So uh-huh. it was really cool. Um, I wouldn't say culture shock. I would just say that one vietnam is super hot especially during the summer uh-huh. you immediately go outside and start sweating even if you just took a shower yeah um but just like the people there at least in the areas where we were at were so thankful for everything that we were doing mm-hmm. and just genuinely like happy to meet you yeah it was it was really different from the kind of perspective that i thought it would be in vietnam like oh you're american like you oh, you like, don't need to yeah. be here blah 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 i mean that's kind of how it was in the north a little uh, bit uh-huh but like they were still grateful for the help that they were getting oh from that's us. really yeah that's really that's really interesting and that's really cool like um did those experiences like make or did yeah did those experiences like in your in the future is that like something you want to like pursue like career-wise or like life-wise is that like what what effect i guess did it did that kind of shit have on you i'm sorry i'm putting it in such like no, a no, no. way but, um like, what kind of, what, was it cool or something like no that's def- how I, definitely cool bro um, <laughs> that's how i feel like i sound <laughs> no, i can i can give you the frat boy response but um i think for me mm-hmm perspective wise like personally it just it definitely changed the way i look at things how we are here yeah and it makes me very thankful for the things that i have like the very small things that you have like air conditioning or like being Uh able to get ice or whatever you know the, the little things and i think it gave me a bigger appreciation for what my dad at least went through when he lived in laos which is you know very similar so yeah it just makes me very grateful for the things that my parents have done before me. And it kind of gave me a better perspective on why, you know, these certain Asian stereotypes kind of like, oh, we're going to a restaurant. I need to grab a bunch of these napkins uh-huh. sort of thing. Because when you go in, like, Asian countries, there are no napkins in some places. Like, uh-huh. it, like, clicked with me, those sorts of things. Like, right, right. That... I don't know if your parents do those sorts of things, like, no, say, yeah, like, ketchup packets and yeah, stuff, like, oh, yeah. you can use this later. Like, yeah, they just take the stuff. Yeah. Or, like, having the cookie tin that has no cookies in it. Yeah. And it has other random <laughs> stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, sick. like, that that must be interesting, or I, I guess, I'm sorry I keep bringing it back to, like, the way you you had grown up. I'm not trying to, like, 
make it seem like a, a, that's like the focus or my focus, but I'm truly just interested because you, you said you were Mexican. Different walks right? of life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you said you were Mexican and... Chinese. Yeah, so like... Culturally, I guess, Chinese, but my dad's from Laos, so... Uh-huh. But like, was that something like... I, I don't know, man. Like, it was hard enough for me to explain to like white kids in suburban New York that I was Filipino and what the Philippines was. Mm-hmm. Was it what what was like your what was that like you know what i mean being like i i'm this and this mm-hmm. but i look like this you know yeah. what i mean yeah. <laughs> i mean i wish i could tell you that it was hard but like i said the the area that i grew up was very like was, were accepting there, and did you have like a, a community of other like asian americans or mixed people or i mean like were you, did you have neighbors and stuff that were that were not at all most of my friends, even at a younger age, were Caucasian uh-huh. or you know African American. So it's like right. I never really had Asian friends until I came to pharmacy school. And oh, fucking A majority for real? of them are Asian friends now. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's usually like the opposite. Like usually, exactly, like all yeah. the Asians find each other. Mm-hmm. And in in my in my case, I I didn't become friends with like Asian folks until I fucking met Jeff. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I'm fucking hang up. Oh, it's, like it, but it's like Jeff. Like Jeff has no denomination or like, yeah. race. It's just, he's kind of just he's kind of like Jeff, a you know? um, a specter of the world, live forever and just just infect people with his bullshit. I don't know. If that's fucked up to say, but like that's how I feel. One of these days, I have to get him on it, but I doubt he'll he'll probably be like, nah, I never want to do that. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. Nah, you just got to get him drunk enough. Get, get him a nice craft beer. Ugh, yeah, he's all into that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you have any, like... I know it's weird to talk about someone who's not here or not on it, but I've already done it in the past. But, like, <laughs> do you have any, like, quintessential fuck, this is a Jeff story? And since he's not here and doesn't listen to this and generally doesn't give a fuck, I feel like we can talk about literally anything he's done in in terms of that. And I, I, th- I think it's perfect for you and me to do it uh, because we we don't really know each other, but we know this dude pretty well. Because you spent <laughs> years with him, I spent years with him. You know what I mean? Do I have a Jeff story? Or it's just like, whoa, maybe he's off the wall, or maybe he's not, you know? I mean, you know right? Oh my god. I don't know if it's my place to talk about that. But... Holy shit. Can we? I'll blur her name out, but I yeah. really do want to talk about this. See, that's fucking crazy that you know about this. Max, I will explain this to you all later. Okay. But, yeah, so what's going on with this? This, I'm like... I just remember... I feel like I just woke up and took a shot of espresso. Him being really fucked up about it. Yeah. And um, he was... So I was driving home, basically, for... I think it was, like... Driving home to Georgia? A year to Georgia, Georgia, yeah, from Philly. And so, I don't know. uh, I just remember him being, like, really emotional... For once, and that's like so, (laughs) you know, that's so different from Jeff. Yeah. That's not his personality at all. Like, he doesn't get fucked up emotionally, like, or talk about any way that anybody, the way that he talks about, you know, her. Yeah. So I don't know if you could shed some light into that, but I just remember him being like very nervous for her to come visit and like oh, preparing so, so she, everything and like so you were going home and she was coming up to visit yeah yeah the same weekend basically that I was going home I remember him being like 
or even the weeks leading up to it like hey this like girl contacted me like i haven't talked to her in forever it's very random yeah like i've always had a thing for her and like I don't know, oh, it just showed God. me I'm, a completely different side of him. I'm definitely, I'm saying this again, future Paul, just like, cut her name out because you're about to say some shit, dude. I definitely do not like that person. I don't like Oh, I agree with you, I don't yeah. either. But, um, so, almost for years, and even before, before he's, um, before he even met me, like, she's like one of those people who would just like let me just string you along because I know I can. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems that way. And then it happens every single fucking time. When he was living in Buffalo, he'd come back and he'd be like, "Oh, do you want to hang out?" And he'd be like, "I can only hang out on Tuesday because every other day I'm doing something." And I'm like, "Yo, please don't tell me you're hanging out with this person." Mm-hmm. Because if you are, I want to fight you. And he's like, "No, no, he no." He told me a story about how he bought her a guitar. Because she wanted to to like pl- practice guitar or something. I don't. I don't yeah. even remember. She, it, it was like something in passing that uh, she had mentioned, and he bought her a guitar and sent it to her. Uh, I mean, maybe right? he's telling you that because like that gets me fucking mad, bro. Like I get, I'm getting tight, dude. I want to <laughs> fight, bro. Like that's fucked up. Like what? Dude. Wait, you don't know that story? No, you I don't know that story. <laughs> oh I definitely 100% do not know that story. I didn't know that happened. Yeah. But I bet she, that fucking dumb... So forget it. I won't say the words. But I bet she doesn't even use that thing. Probably not. Um, but that that's crazy. Oh, God. I can't believe... It's funny when you can kind of piece those things together like in like what? a story. What do you mean? What Like, what? like those empty like stories that you don't know the, the, about... A sim- you know, the same person that you're talking about. Yeah, but but that's uh, that person we were talking about has just been like basically someone who's been like a dark cloud over his life. Oh, absolutely. For the past, like I think since they were in high school. So I don't know how old that fool is now, but that that could be like almost twenty years or almost mm-hmm. or at least at least ten. At least ten, yeah, for sure. At least ten, and it, and that's that's one of the like the most upsetting things I think about it and that's the only reason why I'm like yo dog just don't talk to this person it's easy enough to say but I mean he's he's doing better now he's he's well of course now he's doing better which is why it's so easy for me to just talk shit but you know um at least I think he's doing better I think he's hanging with somebody new yep um which is weird so you said this earlier too that he talks about me a lot and I don't know if how comfortable I feel about that, because sometimes he'll text me and he'll be like, "I was talking to so and so, which is the person he's hang- he's hanging out with now." Mm-hmm. I just don't want to say their name because I don't know them and I don't want to put their shit I know out. You're talking, yeah. You're out on good. blast, you know. That way you don't have to edit it later. Either. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to now. I'm thinking ahead. Now I'm thinking for future Paul. But it's just like he'll text me like can you send me a picture of the tattoo I gave you and I'm like okay sure like why but then I'm like oh cause I was explaining to this person the stick and poke one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I was explaining to this person that mm-hmm. I did this to you I was like okay cool and then instead I sent him a picture of my butt <laughs> and then he was like I just told this person that you would send me a picture of your butt and you did <laughs> now can you please like 
And I was just like, yo, why are you talking? It's like 1130 at night, and I'm just trying to play video games. Why are you, like, this is, it's a really weird thing that I'm the pillow talk version. And one of, or the pillow, or like, even just a topic of conversation. Yeah. Because one of the, um, I don't think I experienced this when he was going to school in Buffalo, because Buffalo fucking sucked, but like. When I visited him up in Buffalo, it was never like, oh, I've heard so much about you or this or that. And we're hanging out now, like, real hanging out. Like, we're getting pretty drunk. Or at least we, I earlier got pretty drunk. <laughs> and I'm still, like, riding that wave now. But it's just like, what is it like, like, how often, not, not to make it all about me, but, like, how often is it just like, oh, shit, he's talking about Paul. Or, like, these are his stories about me. Or, like, I always... I'm always intrigued by, like, especially when I talk to him, because I don't know what kind of fucking shit he does when he's in Philly, other when, other than we find time to, like, be on the phone for, like, three or four hours. Yeah. Um, where it's just, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I talked about the time you did this or this or that. Like, is that weird for, like, all of your, your, your group of friends? Because I'm, I don't want to assume that, like, you guys have, like, a group of friends, but, like, it's you and, like, some other dudes that... No, it's mainly you know, just Jeff mentioning you in passing that... Yeah. I mean, he, t- he that's what he, like, mainly talks about. Just yeah, like, no, no, oh, that's yeah, what I, I talked mean, to like, Paul, like, about something or so-and-so, you know, for, you know, back home in Rockland County or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Because that strange, like, weirds me out. It's just, like, because I... Like I said before, when, you know, when I was in Buffalo and I met his, his roommates in Buffalo, they were never, like... Oh, Jeff talks about you this amount. Mm-hmm. Was, or, like, oh, I just know who you are through Jeff. It's like, that's it. Until, like, here's the weirdest thing. I don't know if you know this, but when when he first moved to Buffalo, I wrote a short story about both of us. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, all fake, but also kind of true. And he had a roommate at the time, and he was like, if you really want to know who I am, because you know how he's like, I'm not going to fucking talk to you about anything. You know, you know <laughs> yeah. he's kind of like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, or I don't know if he's still like that. I feel like he's breaking, like, getting soft a little bit. I think he is. But uh, he told one of his roommates, like, just read this fucking story. My friend wrote it. Everything you need to know about me. <laughs> I think he yeah. actually told me that before. Yeah. <laughs> about the little short story. Yeah, it's actually, I, I it's... It's uh, the weirdest fucking thing I've ever written, I think. Because it's about real people doing weird shit. Mm-hmm. And it's about... And, and a lot of the fucking, like, main issue in that is about his issues with that person that he knew in high school. Really? Yeah. Except instead of it being about him, I make it about me, you know. Because, dude, I fucking wrote it. It's gotta be about me, right? Of course, dude. Um... Ooh, are you getting a phone call? What time is it? Some sort of games challenge. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. We're good? Yeah. Um, so we're about, like, ten minutes to an hour. Ten minutes to the end. I'll, I want to ask you one more thing, and then we'll get into, like, the ending thing. And we could keep talking if you want, but I know you guys kind of got to catch a bus, and maybe you want to lay down or hang without a fucking giant microphone in your face. <laughs> But um, you came here, and you you said you were in Vietnam. And what other places have you been other than there? Are you, are you like? Would you say like a, you're a well traveled person? I just want to. Like, the only reason why I would say I was well traveled yeah. is 
due to the fact that my dad's side of the family is like scattered around the world. Okay. So I've had the opportunity to go to, you know, France and Italy and Belgium. Yeah. um, Only because of family members that have lived there. Mm -hmm. And I've been to England. Um, Vietnam is the only place I've gone in Asia. Um, Oh, so you haven't been to anywhere else, yeah. No, not yet. Oh, shit. Uh, This is a real personal question I want to ask, but I remember the last time Jeff came back home. Mm hmm. We went to a bar and I we like talked a lot about a lot of shit, but he said you guys were planning on going to Japan. Is that something that's still happening? Oh, uh, we were planning on it. It actually would have been around this time. Oh uh, wow! But okay. now that we're both kind of uh, looking at residencies, so we uh-huh. have a big conference actually next week that yeah. we're going to. Uh-huh. Um, and it kind of just made more sense to focus on our careers than you know <laughs> a nice little Japan off. trip yeah. when we could do that later. Right, um, right, and also my I'm going back to Vietnam this summer because oh, my uh, my friend who actually went on the mission with me uh, uh-huh. she's getting married. Oh, which she had her wedding here for her husband's like side of the family, uh-huh. and um, is doing the wedding in Vietnam for her side of the family. So it's going to be like five days at least in uh, in Vietnam. Oh, that's pretty sick, dude. Yeah. I'm really happy for you i've never been to vietnam i think that would be it's an incredible country um all i the... talk about it all the time there's nothing that like i have said about vietnam other than good things which yeah. i'm sure she's tired of hearing uh, <laughs> <laughs> no never uh, never so about seafood and the girls food women <laughs> the people in general <laughs> that sort of thing oh my god that's great um but yeah, so the way I usually like to end these things, um, I don't know if Question you know. Question and answer. Yeah, um, so we've we've talked for almost an hour, um, maybe a little more depending on whatever question you ask me, but you can literally ask me anything, literally anything. One of the questions I was asked one time was what kind of porn do I enjoy, and I answered it oh, because God. I try my best to be as open and honest as possible and I was doing a lot of the talking this time around usually it's like a back and forth because yeah. I was just so interested about shit that uh, about you because we've only talked for two minutes and I was uh, you know I feel like a little drunk yeah and I could use my power you know it comes around respect. full circle <laughs> <laughs> drunk the first time drunk for the uh, interview podcast whatever you want to call it yeah for <laughs> sure but yeah literally ask me anything you could ask me one or two things you know because we still have some time but I figured, like, let me try and be responsible and do it a little early so maybe we could end at an hour, but there's still some stuff that we could cut out. But if there's literally anything, anything, I'll answer it best my ability. Why do you think Jeff is such a magnet for these people in your life? What do you mean, like, for people... He's bringing people into, like, for some reason, he brings these people together without trying. Um, I don't... Oh my gosh, I don't even know. It's it's really weird because even when I'm in Rockland, or at least when I'm in public in Rockland, people that know him will come up to me and be like, Paul, how are you doing? Also, wait, how's Jeff? 
They might not even is, ask me. Is how Jeff I'm... still alive? I haven't heard from him in a long time. That's fucked up because that's actually a real thing. Can I, oh, I, I can tell a real story? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Did he tell you about this? Oh, he he'll, he'll tell me. He'll just randomly show up and be like, "Hey, I'm in town for one night," and, yeah. and people will be like, "Dude, I haven't talked to you in like a year and a half or two years or something like that." This is, and you're just calling me to to hang out like right now. Yeah. Even before he left, dude, there was a time where it was like. A couple of his friends would come up to me and say, have you heard from Jeff in a long time, in, in a while? And I was like, and I would be like, uh, I don't know, because I would get so weird being asked that question. Because like, we haven't heard from him in like a month. We don't know if he's coming to school or we don't know if he's this or that. And then I'd be like, I don't know, dude. And then I'd walk out of like the community college we went to, get a text from him, be like, yo, I'm going to be at your house in 15 minutes. Meet me there. <laughs> But he'd just, like, still hang out with me. Um, yeah. I don't know... I have no idea why he's a magnet, but, like, people seem drawn to him, and I feel like he pushes that off on other people, and I might not be... I might be one of the people that he pushes off that sort of social magnetism to. Because <laughs> I don't think I'm that fucking interesting at all. But, like... You have a good podcast voice, that's for sure. Just the voice... <laughs> I mean, oh the, shit! Oh, the, whole, the whole vibe going on, the picture from before, you got that whole uh, lesbian shirt vibe going on too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm wearing it now. So savage. Yeah, that's rough, dude. <laughs> uh, but really, I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, like, I think anyone who meets him kind of just wants to know who he is. But then, I think there are times where maybe he meets people and he's like you should talk to this person or you should talk to this person or this or that. The honest truth is one of the first times we met. um, So I didn't really like him at all. I was like, this motherfucker needs to stop blowing up my cell phone. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. And then there's one time where I was like, okay, I'll just pick up. And then we ended up being best friends. Yo, let's skate. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, I don't know if he told you this too, but there, the way I, I like started making a lot of friends, like with Ted, especially, Mm -hmm. Um, so he told me about a weird voicemail he got left. Um, I don't remember which person left it, but it was really egregious. It was really kind of like forward and a little scandalous. Um, and he told me about it and I was like, oh shoot, let me call him while I'm driving to my other friend's house because I have plans tonight. I know he's not going to pick up. He usually doesn't pick up for me because we just met. And then, you know, it goes to voicemail, like, leave a message for Jeff. And then I just was like, oh my god, Jeff, I want to do all this stuff. Which is basically, like, (laughs) word for word making fun of this person that left this voicemail. Mm -hmm. And then the next time we hung out, everybody was like, I've heard that voicemail you left for him. So he just has a way, I think, of, like, if he really likes someone, he wants to share that with all of the other people that he knows, you Mm know? Like, that's how... I met. I guess that's how I met you. That's how we met. Yeah. Um, I think we were either outside his apartment or trying to get food, or, yeah. or Jeff and I were trying to get food or something. And he was like, "I'm gonna text Marcus see if he could come because I really want you to meet him." Like yeah. shit, like that. I, yeah. You know. That's true. And um, I bet he would never admit it, but like that's like something like he loves bringing people together just because he's kind of a shit kid who's like, I don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think it's really just on him how he brings people together like that. I don't. I think he really loves doing that and like 
building a community, sort of, like, even though it's just among his friends, you know. I don't know if that's wrong or right to say, but that was a really gnarly question to ask me about someone else. Yeah. Dude, you fucking dumb dumb. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, anything's open, right? Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else you want to ask me before we before we cut it, before we cut the cord? Or we can go, go straight to the end. Hmm. Because I mean, like, it's I'm giving you should have prepared questions. I feel like that's, that's what a, a lot of people say, though, so... Yeah, a lot of people say that, and they get really mad at me, and I'm like, yo... You knew what you were getting into. I don't say that, but I'm like, yo, like, I have 30 episodes, just listen to fucking one of them. I know, and I, and I know, <laughs> and I know this is what the end is, and, like, I still don't know what to ask you. I'm sorry, I'm so, I feel like a dick about it. I think it's great that, you know, throughout these interviews and stuff that you do, you're kind of answering these questions as you go along. Yeah. It's one of those things I'd rather listen to the next podcast, you know, to find out more about you. And I think that's kind of what it is as like you're kind of exposing yourself uh-huh. to somebody as well as them getting you getting to know them. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a mystery that way. Yeah. That wasn't a question, dude. I know. It doesn't but have to be a question. That's true. Thanks so much. Life stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I'm trying. Like, this whole thing, I guess, is, like, me trying to be better and getting to know people. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's really fucking hard when it comes to, like... I guess the way the normal interaction... Are, I'm going to say normal in air quotes. I have to say that out loud because we're this fucking... In, in oral medium, you know? Yeah. Uh, but Auditory. Like, yeah. But it's just, like... Uh, the way people, I think, interact now with, like, social media, even through text, it doesn't have to be social media, like, I don't have to shit on all of that, like, but there's not that much of, like, let me really get to know you, or let me have this real conversation with you, or sit in front of somebody, or whatever. So I'm just trying, man. I'm just trying my my best to uh, get to know people and hang out and have fun, and that's what this whole trip is about. That's Um, great. And I'm really glad, like, I want to say real quick to you, uh, I guess not real quick, I'll say because I like to ramble. <laughs> I like to ramble on, baby. Um, but we never planned on... Thanks. That's the, that's the EP right there. <laughs> newly, uh, <laughs> newly, newly assigned EP. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's one of those things where I, I never expected it to be like this. Because I know I asked you a year ago. Yeah. And then we texted a couple days, and you're like, oh, are you just doing this thing on the road? And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. And you said, yeah, you'll still do it. Yeah. But we've only talked for two minutes prior to this. Now it's been over an hour. And I think, like, there's something... I, I feel, like, really high on myself about that, that when I think about, oh, I'm trying to get better connections with people, I can actually do it. And if me, a dumb idiot from suburban New York who spent too much money on clothes and a little bit of money on a microphone can get to can be better to the people in his life I feel like anyone listening to this can do the same thing as they don't have to record it though do you know what I mean yeah like I I I think um, I really appreciate what you said and like all stuff and I'm so glad you you guys were willing to meet up with us yeah for sure super psyched good time yeah you guys got me drunk is there anything you want to say to the people is there any? Uh, I get shit on for asking that, but I feel like I should ask that all the time. Say to the people. Yeah, say to the people. Say to the people that are listening. All twelve of them. 
Uh, maybe up to, you know, 13 now. Yeah. But uh, stay in school. Don't do drugs. Or do drugs. I mean, that's cool, too. Drugs are cool. Uh, if you want to study them. Stay in school. Do drugs for the pharmacist. Stop yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pharmacy. We like to call ourselves legal drug dealers, so, yeah, wow. you know, party jokes. <laughs> It sounds like you said don't do drugs, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. My job is selling drugs. Hold wait, up, hold yeah. up, hold up. Do drugs. Do drugs with a prescription, with a script, legally. Thanks. True. Yeah. Wink, wink. Do you want to end on a high five? Yeah, I like high fives. All right, sweet. <laughs> Boom. Thanks. And that was the episode. Thanks again to Marcus for taking time out during your vacation to sit and hang out with Max and I, to have a couple of drinks, and just to be on the be on the podcast. It really does mean a lot to me. I feel like we are actual friends now, instead of weird acquaintances that saw each other in that one store in Philadelphia a couple years back. And maybe I'll get down to Philly soon, and me, you, and Jeff can go get a nice bubbly drink. You know, maybe a ginger ale. Maybe something that'll make us burp. It'll be great. I also want to thank everybody listening. It means so much to me that you listen, and it also means so much to me that some of you are hooking me up with that five-star frog splash iTunes review. And if you haven't, just open up your your podcast app, your iTunes, your whatever. Just look for it. Five-star review, dear stranger and friend. Write something like, ooh, this is my favorite podcast about a guy talking to strangers this is fun this is great i love it i love it also he's not normally super sick and low energy but it's still really good it's still really good right something like that if you want to keep up with the podcast though on the social media you can do so on facebook at facebook.com slash dear stranger and friend you can do it on instagram you can follow us on instagram at dear stranger and friend and if you want more thoughts on New Orleans, the road trip, previous episodes, this episode, go to DearStrangerAndFriend.com. Check out that blog. A lot of blog posts for you to read. A lot of interesting stuff. Cool pictures. A lot of stuff from just my phone and my brain. So maybe you'll have fun with that. If you want to keep up with me personally, you can do so at NotPaulMassBad. That's M-A-S-B-A-D. NotPaulMassBad. At NotPaulMassBad on Instagram and Twitter. It's a fun time. I promise. Trust me. If you want to, if you like me, then maybe, you know, you'll, you'll want to follow me. And there's that. So, have fun. But until next week, I usually put in some kind of weird wrestling reference about myself. But I really just hope everybody has a good, good Valentine's Day today. I know I'm going to have a great Valentine's Day. And I just want to spread that love. Everybody have a good time. Even if you don't get a little candy from a candy bowl or whatever. Whatever you have planned, I hope it goes great. Happy Valentine's Day. So until next time, I've been Paul Masbad. And next week on Dear Stranger and Friend. And so we're thinking, okay, we need to, you know, keep up with him and his friends because Ooh. they know how to party, they know how to drink. Yeah. That's why we were like slamming the drinks down and the shots trying oh. to keep up with them. Yeah. Not realizing that they don't really drink. Yeah.
This week's episode of Dear Stranger and Friend would not be possible without our dark shark, Max Joel. You sharked me, Max. You sharked me at darts. Never forgive you. Intro music by the band DA Dad. You can find more of their songs at dadad.bandcamp.com. Outro theme by Easy Tigress. You can find more of his music at easytigress.bandcamp.com. <laughs>